What's going on, Hustle Fam? Your friend Ryan here. Your friend Ryan Famuina is here, your host. To my right, Wilmer Zavala. How you doing? What up? I'm doing good. Oh, lovely, lovely. And to my left, Michael Lucero. I don't know his other name. He has like several aliases because I think people are out there looking for him. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing blessed. You're doing blessed. Yes. How is what 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 does doing blessed mean? It means I'm living my best life. Living my best life. <laughs> All right, man. I love it. So our podcast here, Sustained by Hustle, is brought to you by Nightmare Muscle. We talk all things business, our personal, individual lives as well. It's just us as a whole team, as a family here. Anything that's going on in the in the powerlifting world, in the powerlifting realm, our niche in it. It's just everything nightmare muscle, right? I mean, that's that's what that's what we're here to rock with today, and every other podcast leading. What what number is this? What number of podcasts? Seven, I believe, or eight. Seven. Yeah. So, can, can we get a can we get official? Uh, so I'm not. So I'm just gonna say that this is podcast number seven. I'm a, I'm gonna aim low, and then next time the like, podcast number nine. That's right. All right, man. So. You guys, I so we're 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 new to this, and we gotta prime ourselves. So we can't just come off the cuff every time. So we gonna get good at this. We can just I can just drop topics on these guys. But I hit my I hit the guys up, I hit the fellas up, and I asked them what the topic is for today. And our topics for today is juggling the juggling of owning a business and relationships. That is the first topic that I have uh, for us to chat about here at the at our uh, during our podcast. And can it be done and both be thriving? What do you guys think? Who's jumping in first? It's not me. That's I think real. you should jump. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you the made one. No, no. <laughs> yeah, he has the most. Hey, y'all got to relate. I'm not complicated. Yeah, because you're married. That's, like, not, that's not complicated. That makes it more complicated. Than it actually doesn't because there's no way out. That's what I'm saying. Like, we, if we want to, we can just up and go. But it's not just... So, I didn't mean, like, just a romantic I know, relationship. I know, I know. All relationships. relationships. But I don't want to go first. I always go first. People are like, Ryan always talks. Who said that? Everybody. You're right, they do. <laughs> I know. I just, you see me at meet. That's true. Boys talking. All right, Will Skills, take What's it. Up? So, how do we balance relationships? Relationship with business? Yeah. Yeah. The juggling of owning a business and relationship. Yeah, that's a hard one. I, 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 I guess I could talk on my relationship with my son because that's kind of like the, the biggest one I have. And it's hard because it's always a sacrifice. So, I don't know if it's much of a balance. It's like you sacrifice one thing for the other. Uh, because they both require time. It's to, like ketchup for you, grow. I think. Ketchup. Yeah. So then, how do you do it? Like giving people like because I I know people struggle with this. There are they people do. out there that may either want to open a business but say I can't because yeah. my marriage will struggle or my relationship with my kids will struggle. But it's like all right, but then it's probably still struggling even if you don't have that. So yeah, you do have a you have a great relationship with your son mm-hmm. and i would argue that you do have a successful business where you're at right now so how are you i'm gonna just say how are you able to do that yeah i think i think it actually 
to go back to where you were saying that most people will think it, it it'll hinder or like hurt the relationship i think it actually helped uh because i'm able to go through the the, the process and, and miguel which is my son he's able to see what's going on and he's kind of getting like influenced by it um so in a way it's actually helping our relationship because we're able to do stuff together we're able to you know do stuff as a family even though it's, it's still business but it's 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 kind of like an activity we do together at the same time and he looks forward to it like when we go to events and he tags along uh he has a good time usually um but so your initial your initial answer though in the beginning before i kind of gave you a little more mm-hmm. to think about was they're both going to suffer but then yeah. now you're saying that they actually that's right, because I actually think I have the answer to why that is, why people do struggle, and why well, he, why it's kind of different. Let's, let, let's, wait, let yeah. Will, let's let Will, you know, so like now that I've given you a little more to it, you know, maybe it was just a little vague at first, yeah. but now you're saying that it's like enriching the relationship, you know, between you and your business. Like, I think it's people's perspective, but again, Will. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So how was your perspective in the beginning then? Yeah, in the beginning it was a lot of sacrifice because you know he had he had things he was doing that I wouldn't like. Sometimes I'll have to be I will have to sacrifice. Like, do I go to that or do I go work or you know go work on whatever the business needs? Um, and that's where it felt like a sacrifice. But that that was only the initial part of it. And now I'm able to have more freedom with my time. So like. If there is something going on, like an event with my son, I could take some time off and go there. Uh, so that's why the response was a little different, because I was looking at it from like the beginning to now. To now. Uh, in the beginning, it was a, a pretty big sacrifice, but it actually ended up paying off now and hopefully into the future, too, um, because it does give us something to work together on. Absolutely. It's kind of like a project. That. And that's exactly what I was going to say. I think that's why it's so different. In the beginning, when we had jobs, um, there's sacrifices left and right. Because you're working a full-time job. Mm-hmm. You know, Then you're using whatever spare time you had to work on the business, as well as try to take care of all these relationships. And now that Will um, and I don't have a, a day job like that, and we can schedule our own self, um, we have the freedom to choose to do X, Y, Z with so these people. So speak from the point of view of having the job. I think so. In, so when you have that, a job in the very so beginning, is it, is it like, are you able to, you know, have both? You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, can we, uh, juggling the juggling and owning a business? How was that? I think that's the mo. If you if you're someone that has relationships like that, whether it is friendships, um, kids, or a spouse or a partner, that very beginning stage where you have a job and you have that's going to be the most stressful. Because especially if you're like came from us, like we didn't have money, we didn't have backing. It's like we literally were taking our paycheck and doing this. Um, because you have to sacrifice time with those people, or you have to sacrifice doing things for them, or you can't. Any free time you have, it literally is trying to push your business in some way or form. And then doing that for so long can put a really another stressor on it. So I think in the beginning, if you and your relationships can get past that an initial like bump, whatever how long it is, is it six month a year. Or it's like us, it took us six years to finally kind of get to this point. Um, I think you guys will be better on the other side of it. But it for sure will put stressors on a bunch of things. Um, I, my girlfriend almost left me in the beginning because I was working so much. And it was like, she was mad that I was working for something that didn't 
create revenue or do anything. I just it just took my money. It was like another girlfriend, and I, <laughs> um, and I think that's like what upset her because like no one's gonna believe in your dreams as much as you, and no one should that that's true. No one should ever believe in, in what you want to do more than them. But trying to convince them that you know you're doing the right thing, and although it's not, you're not seeing the fruits of your labor today, that doesn't mean that you, the dividends are not going to pay off in however much time it is. So if you can get past that little speed bump, however long it is for you and your relationships, you'll be on the better side of things. Uh, Bernie Mac said it right, are the best. Uh, you know, money, I think money and power brings you the girls you want. Struggles bring you the girl you need. And that's where you figure it all out. <laughs> I love Bernie. R.I.P. Bernie Mac. So then my secondary part to that is, so can it be done and can both be thriving? Yeah. Yeah. To both? I think, so I, I don't want to say thriving because I think something's going to hurt no matter what. I think you have you can be moving forward. Um, you know, I don't, don't want to say that we're thriving because at least for me, like for a little bit, like things are rocky. Both on the business, we weren't making money, um, and I was making the least amount of money I was ever making. And then my girlfriend was, you know, she was like borderline ready to, to leave me. Um, and then it wasn't until I just started trying to do more and pick up the slack, although it did make me work harder and I didn't see her as much. The fact that I wasn't being a fucking bum, I think that helped out and beat it, you know. But I think that. Either way you look at it, both can move forward, but I don't think thriving would be the word I'd use. At no. all? No. Ever? I think it's one or the other. But then I also, with that being said, I think it depends on you as a person, your aspirations. Because, like, sometimes, like, whenever, if you know what enough is for you, then you can find that balance. I think, at least for me personally, for my own personal, I want more. I always want more. Um, I want, like, glo globally more. <laughs> So that's a personal problem. That's what I'm saying. So I think that might just be that might be why I have that experience. Because although I I appreciate her and everything she's done for me, um, and I want us to work and I want to do more. I recognize that my want to do more is just as high as my want to be with her. Like it like and for me to give up one or the other would hurt me drastically. So I don't think no matter what, if I paid more attention to the business, she's gonna hurt. And if I pay more attention to her, the business is gonna hurt. Um Although we both could be moving forward and growing together and doing better in the relationship, be stronger, I think when you're on that type of like wavelength and well, that's what your ultimate goal is, something's gonna hurt until you can get the people to in those positions to help you with areas. And then both be Yeah, I, I mean I can't like I, obviously I'm still in the process yeah. of everything. So as of right now, you know like. Like things are, are, it looks like things are going well uh, with my relation with my son and like being able to work on the business too. Um, they're both kind of growing together. Uh, but I can, I can speak on like um, what I witnessed from my clients who most of them have their own business and you know they have their families and they seem to be doing well and they're happy. So I'm sure they're, they're, that's something to look forward to. So it can be done. It's just like Mike was saying. Like it, it just depends on uh, how big your drive is and like where you're trying to accomplish. Because they're they're not like you know trillionaires. Uh, they're pretty successful, but you know I think they had a, a moment when they were content. Like 
They're like, okay. Well, they found they're enough. They sold their, well, two of them sold their businesses, so now they, they retired off of it. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like they were going to keep going until they died. But, um, you know, they, they found where where they, they, they felt they had done enough. What say you? What say I? Uh, for me, being in the longest relationship in this room, and then now married, and then also you know being in the business aspect, and then still having a job, um, it there's stages to everything, right? I don't, I don't, I do believe that everything can be thriving, but I haven't yet experienced that. I think I'm in a striving, you know. I was in survival mode for a very long time. Surviving, now I'm striving. now there's like some strife, like there's the, the, the um, transitioning point of that. And that just comes with my maturity and my ability to be able to pivot and to follow through on my word. Um, so with my relationship with Maria, it did suffer for a very long time because of just the type of person that I was. And it also suffered here in the business, even with my relationship with Mike, just because of the type of person that I was. And it wasn't until I finally got my head out of my ass and got into this thing called personal development, you know, and really started to take a look at who I was and my behaviors and my habits. That's when things started to change for me. And it only had to do with me had nothing to do with anybody else and then having you know you know acquiring and attracting another business partner now will Mer. you know these are relationships you know and i care about them all and i'm never satisfied with something just staying and nothing in life is stagnant you're either progressing or regressing so that means you're either living or you're dying and i always want everything to be progressing and that can be to a fault, but fuck that. So um, I'm on the side of always trying to push those around me. And it starts with me. So my wife and I now, once my girlfriend, we struggle, man, because of just how it was. But I put it on my, my, my post today, which was our wedding. But in the caption, if you read down, her love for me like literally propelled me into becoming the person that I am supposed to be. And the sustaining of that is is just, you know, it's unparalleled to anything I've ever experienced. And I am able to stand on that, you know, as a very solid foundation. And I feel I can I can do anything because of her love for me and what I dragged that woman through <laughs> In the concrete, not from the country, so I didn't drag her through the mud. I dragged that woman through the concrete the and pavement, pavement, <laughs> the gravel. You know what I'm saying? And even Mike, I dragged his ass through the, the, the parking lots and the pavement too, as well. And Wilmer got a whiff of that too, as well. But you know, he was just you know on the other side of it. So he's like, oh, he was the one filming it. You know, it's like, oh, damn, like, I didn't know how I was like this, but you know. They all saw something in me that I had not seen yet. And, you know, that's just a testament to the type of people that I was attracting, but I just wasn't that person yet. So this long-winded, you know, kind of answer that I have, I truly do believe that 
it all can be thriving. It just takes time. And you just have to believe in what you're doing. You cannot do what we do and not believe in it full-heartedly. You're going to have nights where you're like, fuck this shit, bro. And then you fall asleep to that, and you wake up like, man, fuck that. I can't quit now. I can't quit now. Mm. You know, like, who are you letting down? Like, even, like, just all of those, like, you truly wholeheartedly have to believe in what you're doing and the purpose of it and why you're doing it and why you're showing up. And at some point, you have to be like, man, fuck me. Fuck me. It's not about me. It's about us. It's not about I and what I want. It's about what we all need and what will all get us to where we want to be. Because at the end of the day, man, what is success if you don't have the people that you started with up there with you? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So for me, um, you just have to you have to have that hustle about you. You have to have that grind, that work ethic. You know, you have to be building yourself, you know, to such a point to where your heart is your heart has the capability of of like sustaining so much pain that right before it bursts, you fall asleep. <laughs> you know, like it's like that it's like that for me. It's like you know, like almost where I'm choking and then I pass out. And then I wake up and I was like, oh shit, is that a dream? It's like, no, it's a nightmare. All right, let's go. Let's get back to it, baby. Let's get back to it because I'm, you know, I like the aggressive stuff. So it can be done. But this is, this like, like Mike said, and this is stuck with me, it's like, you will not leave this life unscathed. So why are you trying to tippy toe through this thing? Why are you trying to tippy toe through it? Why are you trying to hide? Get out there, get in front of people that, you know, and get, get not get in, get in front, but get around people that are going to challenge you. These guys that I'm with, they challenge me, whether it be directly or indirectly, whether it be aggressively or sometimes passively. I get challenged, or I feel their energy, and it's challenging me. I feel my wife's energy, and it's challenging me. So it's, as a man, I'm like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, bro? By definition, a man is responsible. And it's time for you to step up and be responsible and take the fucking reins of this thing and lead it. So for me, you're speaking to someone that, you know, my personal mission statement in life is um, the fact that I am a driven and demanding leader that wants to empower and inspire those who seek more for themselves and I lead with that every single day and so therefore it's it's a no-brainer it can be done and I want to see it done in my own way in my own lane in my own life and I want these guys these gentlemen that I'm sitting next to to experience it too and I won't I won't rest until that happens I won't rest until you know Mike gets that 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 whatever he wants you know and and then you know Fabi says at some point, you know, in another decade, like, all right, you know, all right, y'all doing something. Same thing with Maria. She still feels like this is the Mickey Mouse Club, but it's all good. Mm-hmm. You know, we show up to Disneyland every single day and we are having fun. So, California Adventures. You, just, you know what I'm saying? You just got, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Like, dude, nobody's going to believe in what you're doing more than you, and they should not. Nobody's going to invest in it more than you, and they should not. Nobody's going to gonna talk to you the way that you're like oh they're gonna pump you up no that has to become 
something that you cultivate from within, from within yourself. So then you don't have to look for an external um, validation. The validation comes from within. I think that's super important, too, because especially when you start this journey, the people close to you are not going to support you the way you think they are. Fuck no. Like, you, they, you need to be, uh, in, like, motivated inwardly, like, 150%. Or they are mm-hmm. for the beginning stage. Yes. But then it's a year, and you done spent five grand on some equipment, or it's been 90, you know, 90 weeks, and you spent 15 grand. You know, on some stuff, and it still don't look like it's showing, you know, any kind of promise. prosperity. Yeah, but it's like, dude, you don't know what can come from this if you if if you keep going. They said it's a hundred percent chance you fail if you quit. I'm not willing to do that. And if you guys are on here listening to us, I'm pretty sure you're not willing to do that. And you come here to listen to us. For some type of you know, little motivation or some type of inspiration, a little or nugget empowerment. We're telling you from three guys sitting here inside of a warehouse on a fold away table on a rocking rocket chair right now that it's not gonna always be this way. And we will see this thing through and it's only a matter of time before the levy breaks. You cannot continue to show up day in and day out, rep after rep after motherfucking rep. And it don't break through. You can't. You can't. It is. It's it's the law. Uh, I don't know what law it is. I'm. I'm gonna get that law, but it's the law of compensation, I think, or something like that. Where it's like you just the rep, the rep, and you just keep going, and it's just the amounts of reps that you put in. Boom, you're there. Like, the compound effect. I think it's something like that. The law there's of attraction. A, that's right. I'm just kidding. A, <laughs> we're gonna have some laws next time in line. What we're saying. Because we ain't blowing smoke, man. Like, this is stuff that I have have studied. I've kind of, like, you know, chilled off of that for a minute because I need to be more focused on brand-specific information at my thinking spot, desk, at the house, at any point in time. I'll even add this, too. Like, even when you make some of these major milestones, I think, like, Will, like Will and I have a pretty big one because we work for ourselves here now. Um, people are still going <laughs> to tell you that it's not enough. Like. That's- like, my girlfriend the other day, like, I've been working for myself for well over a year now, and the other day she told me to get a job. Like, it, it, I don't know at what point people are going to, like, believe everything, but you don't need anyone's validation. And no matter what, like, what comes, there's always been people that kind of, like, they want a safety net. And this one for sure doesn't, this, like, this lifestyle does not have a safety net. But it's the realest thing because the safety net is false. There is no safety. Facts. I'm the, I'm the more responsible now for everything I do than I've ever been. Dude, it's a, literally a false sense of security. Yeah, because you can get fired anytime. Look, look I got fired um, on a Monday after a holiday because I layoffs. That's what I'm saying. The layoffs or the company's going under. Sorry. Yeah, bro. They they laid me off like during the worst fucking time. Sorry. Like if I didn't have like this shit on the side, bro. And we was fucked up because they were still charging motherfuckers every month. I'm just saying. Sorry, we, we got to take care of ourselves before you guys. You guys are the funny, lowest part of the phone soon, call. As soon as I got fired, the, the first thing I did was call the bank. I needed to put a stop charge to this. And I oh, learned that 19, because when I sorry. when I was getting um training with you, yeah. and they kept charging me. They don't. You got to go to the bank. Since, since, we're talking about, since we're talking about this shit, like, okay, so I got laid off, right? And I have my side business going on. And then, like, what? How many months later? It was basically a year. Like it, six months later? No. Oh, when you got laid off? When I got laid off to the Hawaii trip? 
Yeah, six or eight. Something yeah. like that. So, and while it was, we were on the Hawaii trip, uh, one of the managers calls me and bans me from the gym that I can't come back. After all that service, like, I was the top trainer there for six years. Had the most revenue, made them a ton of money. We got, we got Probably like one hundred and fifty thousand every year, and I was getting paid like forty off of that. Um, and just to get laid off and then get banned, so I can't go back to the gym even as a member. And with that being said, like we understand how business works and paying people, uh, so that's not what Wilmer's upset about. He's upset about everything that he's given to this job, and because he wouldn't be, I don't know, their little bitch. That he got banned. It's the simple fact that they didn't care about what Wilmer did. There's, yeah. They didn't care. There's nothing and for then, his loyalty. And, then, and on top of that, they laid him off at the worst possible time, pretty much across the world. Yep. That, you know, we needed some type of income. They wouldn't try to come up with a solution for those that were still there and somewhat loyal to the the company, right? So then, all right, you got to go. Maybe you'll work out. Maybe it'll work out with unemployment. We all know how that shit show goes here yeah. in California. Um, so, uh, uh, good luck with that. And then when things are starting to look a little more bright, hey, we want you to come back and come slay for us again. Six days a week. Um, eight hours a day. We'll put you in a higher position, but we still won't pay you what you're worth. And Will turns it down. Now nah, I'm good. What? What do you mean you're good? You, whatever you're doing, that little that little stuff over there, like you show that, like well, it's kind of held me over now. And if anything, I've grown from this situation. So yeah, I'm good. Let it be known that 24 Hour got bought out uh, by companies that buy family businesses. So yeah, your business is failing. Let me know if you want some help on that. To only get question about training and taking clientele from 24 Hour. Which never Motherfucker, you ain't never had no clientele, especially within the last 18 months. People are leaving 24 Hour. Nobody's personal training there. They don't have personal training. I'm going to get all this soapbox, you know, because like, we ain't tripping off no 24 Hour. <laughs> like, we ain't never tripped off of them. But it's just like, it just goes to show how petty companies are when their bottom dollar, their pockets are being affected. But fuck you if you're an employee here that's been employed, that's been making us money. If you're well, hurt, yeah. it don't matter. Fuck you. So long, like long story short, we ain't shipping off 24, 24 <laughs> hour. Ain't never making no money like that ever again. The trainers there suck, and everybody knows it. And it's all good. And when we open up our own nightmare muscle compound, that we'll have a strength and conditioning training facility a part of it. We'll for sure lay it all down around here in the Bay Area. But until then, 24 hours, you're still safe. Um, so that being said, uh, to answer that question that I have for you guys, um, stay stay in the pocket. Don't run. Don't retreat. Run to it. Run to your growth. Whatever that process is, keep it. Keep it, man. Keep it or find the process as a non-negotiable, man, because I think these guys can, can abide by it. To at least some type of process that they've created for themselves that when shit hits the fan they revert back to that process that keeps them safe from themselves and from them negative thoughts yeah huh yeah attitude attitude i'm not gonna lie i'll be i'll be the second one to get caught in my feelings but i got a little rule so if i get in my feelings it's three days max after the third day i gotta stop being a little bitch that's, that's not. News, that's not a lie. He's been on that shit for like three weeks now. Why are you lying? <laughs> you a lying sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he been on that shit for like three weeks. 
No, I, just, I just spend the most time with Mike, so I mean, I don't be my film. I just be like upset about things. I, I got to get out. <laughs> part of your film. No, it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. Because I still, because I don't, I'm not neglecting my, what I got to do. So being in your feelings is neglect first, and then you're upset. So you're still, so then you're kind of considering somebody else's feelings at that point. Yes, if I'm if I'm neglecting what I have to do, at max I, uh, three days. That's like <laughs> that sounds like three weeks. Nah, it's three days. Because after that, then I then shit hits the fan. And I can't afford to hit shit the fan. After one day, it should be. Wow, that brings. All right, so that's funny because that brings me to the next topic. Is there such thing as balance then? Yes, but I think it has to depend on like what you're trying to do. Like Thanos. Snap. <laughs> no, I, I do think that's like where it matters. Because if you find out what enough is for you, you the balance is easier to find. If, like, I want more. Like, I, I know that I want more. I tell everyone. I be having ideas. Like, my brain is going thousand miles a minute like the other day when we were at a meet i was just thinking about how they put away equipment and i was like you know what we need is we need racks that fit together for going away and then ryan and i'm like what the fuck are you thinking about um but this is like my mind like i'm always trying to think of solutions for everything and that is a fault of my own but because you can't seem to figure out one for your goddamn self you know like that's what i think i think it really depends on the person um, if I'm not thinking of things like this and other business things to do or things we can keep doing and how to grow and what the growth of this company looks like, I fucking feel like I'm losing my mind and I feel like my head will explode. So like sometimes I'll just text, text Will or text a group or, you know, I'll write it down like my little ideas, um, which I, I try, I've been trying to do harder recently because sometimes I don't, sometimes I'll be like, man, this is a fucking great idea. Um, but balance. yeah, the balance is like me. I think the balance for that is me getting it out. And then being able to readdress it at a later date. Because otherwise, I'll fucking feel like shit's not moving if I don't get to talk about it or get it out. Or just, sometimes I just need to walk myself through the idea. Because sometimes it doesn't need to be as grand as I want it to be. Yeah. Well, for me, I, I was like Mike, too, where I was uh, in the beginning, right? I was like just working my ass off, like from the moment I woke up to until I couldn't be up anymore. And I would just fall asleep eventually. Um, and that burnt me out. So it wasn't until like later I'm like if if I continue like this I, like I'm gonna just continue doing shitty work and uh, my attitude is gonna be, be shitty you know I'll be mad all the time frustrated um, it wasn't until I started using the productivity planner mm-hmm. and I started just five main tasks a day once I get those done like just chill the fuck out. Um, and that's helped. That's helped with my balance, like tremendously, because I'm in a better. Crucial. I'm in a better mood. I, I actually get more done, and I'm more efficient. So it's like I feel like I'm working less, but I'm not. Uh, I'm just not overwhelming myself every day, because like if you, if you have a business, like there's always shit to do. Like, oh, yeah, always shit to do. So like if you can you limit can, yourself, you can find shit to do too. Yeah, yeah. And I'll commend you on that, because like Will got me the pounder too. That five tasks a day and having the most important tasks be, or it doesn't have to be five, but getting those tasks done does help. And then I've learned what's a bigger task that can't be done in a single day. Like um, my biggest one I'm working on is emails, because um, I'm trying to plan out our emails for the month and how that works. So I realized that that's not that can't be a day task. I have to break that whole email thing down into smaller tasks, um, which have helped me set up be more successful and not be behind on things. So instead of trying to do an entire email campaign in a day, we break it down into what the templates of the campaign will be for one day. And then we go into, I'm going into content for it the next day. And then the day after that is trying to do and test emails. 
I found my balance by waking up early. That's where I found it for me. I am tapping. Now it's it's closer to four, um, and it's just uh, being able to create. I, I'm still inconsistent with it, you know, but my ultimate plan is to never sleep in again. And I I I truly enjoy my life. I know these guys they enjoy their lives, and I want to be up for it. You know, we I do fall victim to wanting to just stay in bed or be next to my wife. But it's like, dude, I'm not comfortable where I'm at in life, so I need to be up. And as you get older, you start to realize that you don't, they, like, this time isn't coming back. And you're, this day will never, you will never have another day like this. So, you know, try to maximize your time. So I started waking up earlier. I started seeing the gaps in my life by my reflection time. And I was able to create some balance by just being up earlier, getting things done early and then having you know that uh that grace period to where i can pivot either doing business or you know my non-negotiable process is my reflection time my time with my wife fitness and then these guys so if i have all those non-negotiables i gotta figure out when these are prioritized and then within that is the balance and i have to get up early to make sure that i get fitness thing done or i'm planning at some point in the day to do it and it's gonna get done it's not if but it when when. and it doesn't matter it has to get done so um and having the discipline to do it man the discipline has really helped me with balance and being able to um take on whatever you know is to come whether these guys present me with i don't call them problems i call them uh, opportunities, solutions. They're, 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 <laughs> so, like you know, it's a, it's the, the, the problem is not a problem. It's a possibility, or you know, it is just presenting, you know, um, you know, another way to get it done, and then we find the solution within that, and that's all we, that's all we've done here is just try to create a different mindset that we carry in the brand, and nothing is impossible because we all see things as possibilities. And we go from doing what's probable to doing the um, impractical, then the impossible. So we just continue to show up and just chip away, chip away, chip away. And then within that is what we would consider balance. But, you know, that's, again, it's all subjective to the person. Because anybody living, if you kind of come live our lives of where we're at right now, you'd be like, this is so chaotic or... This is so unbalanced. I don't. I was like, no. It's your capacity grows. That's really what it is. Yeah, I call it. We turn your fucking warm up. You turn your workout into a fucking warm up. Your one hundred and twenty percent is now our eighty percent. Like we we can, are just capable of doing so much more. You know, in a in that sort of period of time, to where you just got to continue to expose yourself to. Yep. Expose yourself. Expose. That's why environment is so crucial. To people's growth and to whatever you want to try to consider to balance your life out, well, you got to go far in one direction in order to know that, oh, I got to scale this back a little bit. But I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily worried about that kind of stuff. What I'm worried about is us creating something that will outlast us, outlast me, that can, you know, fuel the generation that's next. You know, me, gay son, my niece. Uh, anybody that Mike knows that is young, I might just <laughs> end up adopting, or you know, that any of his adopted children. You know, he's gonna adopt a whole school, that's right, uh, of wrestlers. 
yes. Kaylani, TJ, um, you know, all of those little kids, you know, that we have influence over. Those are the ones that I'm concerned with and fuck my balance right now. I'm happy. I'm not, whatever that means, I'm joyful. I wake up in a very negative way initially. And then I quickly switched to, oh man, I'm fine. Fuck yeah, let's go. And I got two of the best business partners you can ask for. You know, these guys can outwork anybody that I feel and have the grit and grind of, of shit. It's okay. Coining, they're coining their own terms of Mike and Will. <laughs> the grit and grind of Mike and Will. That's right. It's going to be written in the book one day. So, um, that's that's that. I think that's the podcast right there, man. Um, Let me say thanks to our sponsors. Oh, oh, okay. But I think <laughs> before we go to the sponsor thing, a thing that I think has really, I, I wanted to get you guys' opinion, and I want to also ask, you know, you guys in the um, the viewers, the viewers, the listeners. That's all right. I put it on one YouTube, day. So one day, there's we'll viewing audience. We will have. We gon' like y'all don't want to see what we got going on in here right now, but when we do get the visuals, y'all gonna be like, "Dang, okay." But why is upholding your integrity in business and in life important and an important quality? Because I think that is a huge testament to why we're still here is our integrity. But why do you think it's so important? I'll speak because I think I deal with most most problems. And I think that most people, when they're upset with us, that's like what I deal with. I think integrity is super important because at the end of the day, when someone, you fuck something up and we are not uh, new to fuck-ups, especially myself. I probably fucked up the most. We are willing to go above and beyond to fix it as well as to go above and beyond to create the initial experience for you. Um, right is right and wrong is wrong. And although... I can be very personal. I can be, try to be very political. I try not to delve deep into giving direct answers a lot. At the end of the day, I don't, and none of us who are here, do anything to harm other people. Everything we do is with a sense of actually trying to help and bring value to the community. And I think that's why we've we've managed to be here so long. Because although we don't have the the you know we don't have the biggest brand awareness or whatever it is. Um, at the end of the day, people, if you have a bad thing to say about us, it's, it has nothing to do with our integrity as a, as a, as a whole, as individuals. Or a personal thing. Or a personal, yeah. It's usually because we fucked up somewhere that you just can't forgive. And I think each of us are A-okay with that. We're sorry if you have that experience with any of us or that with that experience with the brand. But at the end of the day, like we're going to do everything in our power to do what's right by you and by our community. Well. Uh, I just think it's like a, a powerful uh, trait to have. Like if you if you if you are capable of doing what is right even when no one's watching, like then then you'll you'll be able to get pretty far. It's like training. Uh, I, I think we could all use training as as an mm-hmm. analogy. But like if you train right and you're doing the reps properly, you're not cutting corners, you're not cheating, you're gonna get strong. Uh, I think it's the same with integrity. Like, if you're doing what's right, even when no one's watching, like you're you're just gonna build a really good character that's that's able to be proud of yourself and and be able to go f- far with it. Um, 
because I feel like the way you feel about yourself is kind of portrayed onto others and and your business too and your brand. I will say that beautifully, as did Mike. So I have nothing to add to that. That's that's why we're still here, and that's why we're all still in business, and we all still um, care for one another. That we all have integrity and we uphold it to the highest degree around here. And that's what we expect from other people that deal with us. But we understand, too, that it's not always the case. Shit happens. And it is what it is. So with that being said, man, uh, before we give it over to Mike, uh, appreciate you, Wilmer Zabala, say with your chest, being on the podcast here. Mike Lucero, appreciate you, bro. All you guys out there that are listening that share this podcast with anybody in, in, uh, in your circle, man, we appreciate you more than we can express through words. Sometimes words, or most of the time words get in the way, but you know we're doing this off the cuff because we love it and we love y'all and we're going to keep doing this uh, to that casket drop, baby. So that being said, Mike, take it away. Two things. First thing, when you hear this tomorrow, if you make it this far, Go buy or pre-order your Narrow Muscle um, Cancer Awareness Tea. That's going to drop tomorrow. It's a pre-order for two weeks only. Um, Ryan's going to do a video on what we're doing it about because we don't have enough time in this podcast. But if you hear that, do that. And thank you to this podcast for being sponsored by Nightmare Muscle. That's NightmareMuscle.com, built by heart, sustained by hustle. And don't forget to use code Built by Heart at checkout to save some money. Is Breaking PRs a sponsor now? Is he is he sponsor, is, is they sponsoring with coffee? Yeah, but I don't think we have a, we don't, he hasn't got us a discount code yet, so okay. I'm sorry, y'all. But BreakingPRs.com <laughs> is also is also our other sponsor. They have delicious coffee, gourmet donut shop, uh, Latin American brand, French and French roast. He has three flavors going on right now in a variety of different grinds: coarse, fine, and espresso. You know, get that kick in the morning. Check them out, BreakingPRs.com. What's up, Hustle fam? This is this is the Sustained by Hustle podcast brought to you by Nightmare Muscle. Also being sponsored by Breaking PR's Coffee. I got the French roast. I'm going to say the French roast is the best, but I also haven't tried any of the other ones. But I don't give a shit. So <laughs> this is uh, this is being sponsored by Breaking PR's Coffee. It's an up and coming coffee company, and um, you know what? We'll just get right into that. We have the owner sitting here right to my right, Wilmer, Wilmer, Zavala. Well, what's up, Mike? How you doing, bro? Before I talk to Wilmer. I'm doing phenomenal. Do it again. Do that again? Oh, wow. Oh, because he's not with us when I do that. I'm doing great. You're doing great? Yeah. All right. You got a haircut, too. I'm not, I did, I did, we're gonna, I did. We're going we're gonna, to, at some point, when we get our shit together, we are going to have this as a visual on so YouTube. So you can see it. So you can see us in action. Because it's... It does a little disservice that you can't see all of the innuendos and our interactions with each other and our expressions and our dumbfoundedness that we have on our faces when Mike says something. <laughs> but I hopefully you guys can feel that when, we, when it happens. I told Nick after I got my haircut, I was like, man, I look hella Mexican now. Damn, that's... You do. I'm Mexican. I can say that. Like, that's but a then, thing. But then you also say you're white. You're only half. I'm only half. Yeah, exactly. Half and half. Half. So look here, I look. It's not. A, it don't matter. <laughs> I'm not gonna get in this conversation on the podcast. You can go in and we'll break PR's coffee. Breaking PR's coffee. We have Wilma Zavala, the owner of Breaking PR's coffee. 
Um, just give us a, you know, just give our listeners and us, you know, a little twinkle, twinkle on how it came about. Oh, shit. The coffee? Yeah. yeah, just a little, you know, just, just, just a little bit. You know, you ain't got to be all deep if you don't want to. I don't mind it. Yeah, it's really, it's really not deep. It's just, uh, you know, sometimes the opportunity kind of comes your way and then you decide if you want to take it or not. And this was one of those cases where, uh, like the opportunity just showed up, and I, I, I grabbed it by the reins and, and fucking went with it. Yeah, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, it was just, just, just it was just an opportunity that came up, and uh, it worked out. Like there's, there's kind of things that align with doing the coffee, like my parents having some, some land in El Salvador. Um, so there's, there's like potential. Maybe potential for growth. Mm-hmm. And creating jobs and opportunities for others to be involved with it—that's big. That's big. That's big business right there. Yeah, that, that's that's always been probably like like my biggest goal is to do create something for others, like yeah. for for other people that could benefit off of it, not just not just me. So, but that's cool, yeah. man. You forgot um, your tagline. Hmm? You forgot your tagline. What's your story? No, breaking PR's coffee. The only coffee that fuels my drive. <laughs> that, I, just, I just came that, up with no, that right now. That, that, was, was, that doesn't sound like weird. I ain't never said that. But hey, hey, it sounds that, good though. That was sweet. That was sweet. That was sweet. We'll just have, we'll just cue your you in to come and say that. Yeah. When it's time. Came up with that on the spot. Um that's great, man. You know, we have we have some good things going on here in the business. As we've said before, you know, business is is a difficult is a difficult endeavor, but it is equally as rewarding when you stick with it. Uh, and that's all we've been doing here, man. We've just been sticking with it. We've, we've, we've been in survival mode for a little bit, but we're coming, up, we're coming up out of it. And it only has us, you know, triple up, double down, whatever you want to call it, on our efforts here to keep going and to keep pressing forward. And if anything that we want to push here in this, um, in our podcast, which is why it's called Sustained by hustle, man. That's that's our hustle right there, man. It comes from the heart, the muscle. That's why it's spelt the way it's spelt. Is because all of what we do ultimately comes from our ability to push forward because we have heart for life. That's it. If anything, we don't say anything else here. We got heart and we got a shit ton of it, and we and we know that you guys do out there if you're listening to us. And so, with that being said. Man, hopefully we can serve you guys up a great podcast today, and we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. So we come up with these topics very organically, and we try to just use things that are just going on in our lives or within business or just anything that just pops up to us. Hey, let's bring it to the podcast. So um, something came up with um, you know just giving advice. Would we say it is advice? You know, like folks coming yeah. up talking about. You know, you got some some level of success that they find to be admirable, and they think that you got the they think that you got the ticket, or you got the key, you got the jug, you got you, mm-hmm. <laughs> jug man, you got the plug, That's and right. they want to tap into that, and we have mixed feelings about that here. Like at first, we were all about it. You know, I was no short of breath to give somebody. My two cents. 55 cents on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's always more than two mm-hmm. cents with me. 
So be careful when you ask for what's, what I got going on or how I got to where I got because I'm going to take some time from you. But that's what you get for asking me. Um, but uh, I'm going to start with Will. So let me just give some context to this. We do get people coming up to us, whether it be about our training, like in the gym or anything that we has to do with fitness, by how we got to where we got to. And we're not saying that we're all that, but we do have some success in that, in that arena. And then we've also had people come up to us about business and about what they see from our Instagrams or just um, the uh, any of the social outlets that we have and our presence at events, like how we are able to do this and just wanting the whole nine, right? And like I said at first, hey, we, we're no short of wanting to give it and we still aren't really. But now us being very seasoned in this, there has come some, some feeling of like we may be doing people a disservice if we don't try to, I don't really know how to put it, man. Like if we don't try to give it with a warning or give it with some type of just know that if you go down this lane or you're asking us, this is from our experience, and our perspective, and it comes from what we had to deal with in the time that we were dealing with it. I think you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. It's like a double-edged sword. Because if you don't tell them, then they look at you as being an asshole or a gatekeeper, someone that's like keeping the information from them, even though they're just a Google search away. Um, and if you do help them and they fail at it, they're blaming you because like, they listen to you. So like, it, that's a hard one. Or a trifecta. Yeah. To where you spend the time, the 10, 15, 5, even, you know, two minutes, mm-hmm. and they do nothing with it. Yeah, facts. So and it's just wait. It just wasted your time. Yeah, man, that's di- that's difficult. All right, so we will we're gonna start with Will on this one. <laughs> will, how do you feel about this topic that we're just talking about? Uh, well, I, I'm kind of yeah. It's, it's a hard one because I I love helping and I always uh, I feel it's always better to grow with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, especially like when it comes to training and business, those are both like areas that there's not a lot of people at least in my in my community and my family that that do it uh fitness you know i I found these guys and and they're like my family and and we do it but outside of them like no one really trains um and then same thing with business not too many people are are uh, want to have interest in in doing and starting their own business uh so it's cool when you meet people that are interested in it and are asking questions about it, and and yeah, I'm the type of person that I love talking about it and giving information. Uh, but where I do feel like it is doing a disservice is when you give them all, everything at once, and it doesn't really help. Um, and you kind of take that 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 journey away from them from having to go from like not knowing anything to figuring it out. Yeah, um, I feel like uh, that's part of. Uh, the process and it, it makes you better, a better, a better athlete and a better, you know, business person when you're able to, to figure those things out. Uh, it makes you more resilient, more knowledgeable, and you retain the information more and you're able to apply it um, a lot more efficiently than just getting the information. And you have better questions. Yeah. And you have better questions. Yeah. Yeah. Your, better your questions. business and your athletic acumen go through the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, 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 that's how I feel. 
it's, it's I feel like it's doing a disservice. Like it, it, if I were to look at like the big picture, yeah. Like when I do when I do do that, I feel like I'm 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 doing a disservice to the individual by giving too much information. But I love it, and I, I like Mike was saying, like I don't want anyone to feel like I'm trying to hold out on them. Do you have an example of any kind that you might be able to give some? Give an example, like you ain't got to name any people or names or whatever, but do you have like something where it's like this happened, then this happened, and then now it's like this? Uh, well, more recently, I've been getting asked like how how did I do my coffee and how to do the coffee. Um, so I. I there's several, there's several people asking. Yeah. So that that's it's a hard one. It's a hard one. Because there's like all different kinds of ways of building coffee, right? Like mm-hmm. Especially now in this day and mm-hmm. age, right? Yeah, there's a lot. There's so a lot. you can only give kind of what you where you're at, but then you're also like, this is just one way though. Like this isn't the way. This is the way that I went about doing my coffee, right? Yeah, and 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 the other thing is like that's that's like super valuable information that. You know, like some some people haven't even like reached or talked to me and like ever, and but they're willing to come ask like, about how that. to do that, and that's like you know, uh, that's some valuable valuable information. At least I think so. Do you feel like people want to cut corners and not pay for stuff, pay for information? Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. Is that a resounding yes? That's that's like a million time yes. Why is that? Because I feel people here in this room, the three of us, Mike, Wilmer, and Ryan, yes, I'm speaking about myself in the third person, <laughs> we are not afraid to pay someone that we feel has something that we want, some type of information or whatever, you have you, and we've done it time and time again to pay for their time to share with us something that we value in them. I think also it is like there. We already have like like we paid in other ways. Yeah. Up to this point to learn, like a good like this is here. I paid a shitload for my own dumbass mistakes or mistakes around the world, and it's like I was telling Will, it sucks that because I, I had to sit down and like really think about it, and it sucks that I had to learn it so hard. But now there's things I'm doing better, and I should have been doing in the first place. Yeah. Um, but and like though like that for me to tell you how to do that and like put it on you, I would expect you to pay. Or be willing to put in some work. Because otherwise it's like wasting information. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that people are, they, they feel like they're more readily uh, to put their own mistakes at their own cost if they are doing it for themselves than for someone else. You know what I'm saying? Like, like at least when we get... Uh, give a little... Give a little um, so, because I get asked about, I think the mo- one question I get most asked about is how to do your own printing. And I tell people all the time, like, you, you can Google it. You can YouTube it. Like, yeah. we, me and Ryan started doing this, had no idea what we were doing. YouTube University. Um... And there, like, there's there's a bunch of great information out there. But if you really want me to tell you, I guess it can cost you some money. Like, or you gotta, I need you to come work. Like, you you can come work here, make some screens, and do your own shit out of here. But you're gonna work and do something for me. Yeah. Um, and then when you people tell you tell people that, that they like, oh, you gonna charge me for this? Or you gonna work for you? Like, because they don't, they're in an employee mindset. They're like, how much you gonna pay me? I was like, I'm gonna teach you how to use a machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, and then I'm gonna show you where to get one. It's the skill that I'm about. To- like you could take this any, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So I think that's like, um, and that's what I learned. Like in my like my little transition was that there needs. It's like we told we talked about before. Like n- nobody values free, no. um, and I just hate seeing. Like I'm all for the. If it's a client that wants to do their own thing, I'm 100 for it. But you're gonna see that this is not easy, 
in a variety of ways. Because just gonna whether you've never done this before, there's a learning curve. It's taking us like six years to really get decent at it. And no, by, by no means am I the best like print business person ever in the world. I still make mistakes, but we own up to them. We fix them. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like what people aren't. They're not really willing to do. Like they don't think there's there's gonna be those problems, and they don't think that information is worth knowing. Like just mockups in general. I I wish that it someone would have took my, you know three five thousand dollars like six years ago and said this is so you learn to do this and you always do this. Like the few extra moments it takes to make it is worth it. Yeah, I think it's like what you say all the time. Like you just gotta have skin in the game. Like, and yeah. I don't know, to me, like I, I, you know, I respect people more when they when they go through it. Yeah. Instead of like cutting corners, so you know that's that's kind of like what I what I value, and so that's that's why I put myself through things, and I feel like that's that's what will make someone else more resilient is by them putting themselves through the process and figuring. And and like what Mike was saying, like. Like everything's hella easy to find now, bro. That's what I'm gonna so, say. So like, that. when people ask you some questions, like, bro, you can literally Google it, and you'll find like thirty roasters here in in, in the Bay Area. The place is not hard. Like, um, I should I go? I watch this one little um this business YouTube, and I love watching them. They always come out with great little videos about people and their businesses. Whether one of them, like I learned about, I forget his name. His name's John something about lean manufacturing, and I read his book all the time because I I really try to emulate some practices he have about cutting out waste or what's called kanban it's a japanese word for getting rid of processes or things that are just a waste of time in the overall scheme of what you're doing um it's just trying to be super efficient with what you're doing not to cut corners though um but on this on this video i got to see one of their the guys that, that did coffee and it was uh, with the first year said it went 14 million or two in the first two years from doing coffee mm-hmm. like and he walked through the whole process like of everything yeah it's a 30 minute video on youtube it's free 99 yeah. like the pro Okay. Yeah, we. That's like I, that's my biggest pet peeve with people, is like. Yeah, um, and I watched that video. Like on so when we were at when we were at uh, an app, I had a kid come up to me, asked me if I would talk to him about printing, and I told him I really don't talk about printing at these events. If you really want to talk to me about printing, you can follow me, and if you reach out to me, we could talk about some stuff. Uh, he followed us, but never reached out. My point is though, like you could literally Google or YouTube this. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing special. I'm gonna go in this direction. For me is. I think I used to give out this information readily and so intensely because I think in some shape or fashion, because of who I was and how I saw myself, I was kind of looking for an affirmation for them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there wasn't a whole lot. I had like some self-esteem issues. So then me giving that information, I felt like I was gaining something from them by giving, by almost doing them a disservice. But feeling like, you know, I'm gonna hook you up with this information, mm-hmm. and you know, you gonna, you know, this is gonna the gatekeeper, you know, and and I think once I started to mature myself, and and understand that that too is dangerous, and you should stop doing that, Brian, because nobody values free, and they're just gonna continue to to take from you what you're willing to give. And most of the time, they're not going to do, I'm going to say 97, 98% of the time, they're not going to do anything with it. My example could, will come from fitness. Uh, I had a conversation with a young man. He asked me about deadlifting. Mm-hmm. He gave me a few examples of what he does that has nothing to do with deadlifting. And I asked him, are you trying to get strong in your deadlift? He said, yes. Okay, cool. 
So then why are you squatting more than you deadlift? He said, well, I was trying to work on my legs. Okay, cool. So you said that you were trying to work on your deadlift, though, mm-hmm. right? He said, yes. I said, so you should be deadlifting. Then. <laughs> you should be doing a variety of different deadlifts, possibly. But if you want to build your deadlift, mm-hmm. stop squatting so much, for the most part, because you're not a seasoned. He's not seasoned by any means. Like I can give you some flesh on this. He, he doesn't power lift like that at all. And he kind of takes bits and pieces from these people from IG, and he kind of implements that into his training. But he has no context to why they do what they do, or what is it for, and what is it for, which is just for views. Ultimately, your influencer X, Y, and Z are mm. doing things for views. They're not doing them to actually add value to your training. Very far few of the influencers out there or the ambassadors are not doing shit to help your your training out. They want you to help them out by viewing and posting and sharing their bullshit that they're doing on the on the social media because anything that actually works is boring as fuck. Yeah. It's boring. It's and like, most people yeah. will pass by it and, and disregard it. So bring it back to this 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 kid. I spent 15 minutes talking to him about deadlift. very subtle programming he could do for his deadlifts. And he was like, cool. And then he even said, oh, when do you deadlift? I told him the days that I deadlift and I even offered him to come. an open image. Like, come deadlift with me. I deadlift on these days. And short, long story short, he took none of the advice. He still squats. And he didn't come join me in the times that I was deadlifting. And he even approached me in the gym saying, hey, like, I, 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 I fucking did... Uh, Trap bar, deadlift, and I maxed out. I said, like, okay, cool, bro. But, like, that's not deadlift. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, that's actually still working on quads. And, you know, that's a, um, what do you call it, an accessory. Yeah, uh, I, feel like it, I feel like that teaches you to get into a deadlift better than anything. Um, but still, like, the positioning of it is still different. Yeah, because it's still on the sides. Because it's on the sides and it's, it impl- implements more of a squat mm-hmm. if you want it. Anyways, long story short... <laughs> I spent 15 minutes of my time with this youngster in the parking lot right before I was going to the gym. Pre-workout kicked in, and my training partner was inside. Like, what the fuck, Ryan? Where you at? And I gave my time to him, and he did absolutely nothing with it. Now. It's funny how that works, though. Because I've had that situation a lot, man, where I've given given out free programs. And the people that, it's like the same program, well, maybe not the same, but. Close to close enough, right? Like what you know, someone will pay for, but the person that gets it for free doesn't follow at all. The person that pays for it like follows that shit to the T. Hey, but you know, this is what I learned. Though. Or they even pay for it, and who gives a fuck what you did with it then? No, right? yeah, because you, 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 you did whatever. Exactly, it's on you. I was just want to say this is the one thing that catches my attention more now, though, is when they ask the right fucking question. I don't ask me how I started this, you know. Don't ask that's me. True, don't ask yeah. me a stupid that's question. That's how that, Yeah, because <laughs> I know. Because I remember, I remember this. Oh, this shit. was the one question I got asked, and I had to think about it. And that's what got me to talk to them. Is what's the one thing you wish you didn't make a mistake on? We've been watching, Because it's like it's, you know, because like, <laughs> I'm in the realm of like fixing my mistakes and yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah, better. Yeah. Wait, that's not my time. That's not. You know what I'm saying? Like fuck. I was like, I, you know, I have to think about it. But I think if I had to pick it, I wish I would just be a bit more detail oriented with things. Because I like a super, shooting from the hip for a but super long time. But that's also not, like, we all took a disassessment. Yep. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. I've actually done some videos on it. Your friend Ryan and Instagram, uh, disc assessment. So, it Shameless is what it plug. is. Shameless <laughs> plug. Uh, 
He's taking the disc assessment where it measures our behaviors and what we tend to be, what we tend to be like in certain situations that calls for certain things. And Mike overlooks details. He knows that about himself, but that's the one thing that he wished that he would have done more. But that's not in his natural wheelhouse to do. And it's like, cause I just want to say, you got to be super, like, you got to think about this and look at it too, and listen to other people because this is super important. Um, cause when you're growing and things are moving along and you're doing more, uh, so sometimes you, you overlook those things that you should be looking at even more so because it's like, it, if I really need to look at this, why is it, you know, growing here and there? So then like uh, example, we were making money at events. Yep. The pandemic hit. Boom. Our website fucking sucked and we had no systems for it and we had to spend a lot of money and time still doing that, but because we had a lot of success in person mm-hmm. at events, doing doing all like events like, like, like uh, an astronomical amount tour. of events in a year. We was just focusing on that and bumped and bumped and bumped the one thing that ultimately was was what we needed to spend more time on anyway. Yep. So that like that was an example of like what Mike was talking about. Like we were making there was a lot of success in this one area. So then we knew we needed to do something with the website, but because none of us were really that great at it, and we knew that it was a shit ton of information that we needed to have that none of us was really interested at the time of doing, we shot ourselves in the foot. And to be honest, like when I started, when I started doing the website stuff, it was very, very daunting. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm gung ho. I'll go all in on anything, but the website stuff, I was like stuck like a deer in headlights, and it, it was hard. I had to Google a lot of shit. I had to YouTube a lot of shit. I asked the homies that, you know, that I had that were what site they're using and how they got it going, if they, if they paid anybody, like, you know, and I got told, I got a lot of no's, I got a lot of, like, ignored messages, but that didn't stop us, but that's, more, that's like, the what we're trying to get to, like, the people that are going to go through that um, is worth more, you know, like, because I was actually trying to do something, it's not like I just, I asked and then they didn't say nothing, so we ignored it, like, for four and a half years, I was handwriting fucking shipping labels. And then Will comes on, thinking that we had, we was, we was, we was systematic. We was systematic. I said, what? What is going on? It's like, you doing what now? Because <laughs> oh, I was stressing when I was working. I tried to come over here, like, in between my shift and all that. I come in here, I'm, like, trying to get orders, like, packed and shipped. I'm like, I got freaking the the, the UPS labels from, uh, from USPS. And I'm trying to handwrite everything. I was like, okay, who's this? I'm going through my phone. I'm looking at it. Oh, dude, it was horrible. But, you know, we have stories. Yep, and we have experience that's turned into wisdom that we don't mind sharing for a price. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, this is okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the this is the free 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 information today only. This if is for you, our podcast listeners. For if you are gonna start a business, I don't care if you got a dollar or a hundred dollars, whatever you got in the pot in your pocket, you go get yourself a label printer and you figure that bitch out. That's gonna save you time, effort, and energy, and it's gonna be worth it. Like I think our label printer was like uh, a few hundred bucks. It's worth it. I don't care. You figure that out. It paid itself, uh, paid for itself right over. Oh, like immediately. Hours of, of buying, especially when we have like you know just like sixty forty or whatever it is, dude. And then dude. you were using the priority boxes. <laughs> I was I was wasting money left and right. But that so so that's the other. So wait, all right. So are we all are we so are we kind of wrapped up? Yeah, we're wrapped with, uh, with the giving advice and and doing a disservice. It's like pretty much what we're saying is. Go out there and go make a lot of mistakes. And if you don't quit and don't bitch up, then 
go make some more mistakes. Go spend a few hundred dollars, and then if you don't bitch up and quit, then you may have one or two questions that you can ask somebody that is of value to them to even answer for you because they know that you have been doing something and you're just not trying to steal information that they have paid for in time and in resource, blood, sweat, and tears, whatever the fuck you want to call it, we know if you've been doing something or we know that you haven't been doing shit and you're just asking a question that you saw on Instagram, somebody posted on a meme, on a story, and somewhere like that, he's like, oh, that would be a deep question for me to ask. You look like a fool to the learner. If you're trying to seem deep to someone that is like, they like, you know, you want to get all deep with them, you just look like a damn fool. So stop. Please do yourself a favor. Go out there, make some mistakes, man. Like Mike said, you're not going to leave this life unscathed. You're not. And I only will respect you if you have some skin in the game. If you have zero skin in the game, do not come up and talk to me about business. Do not come up and talk to me about fitness unless you have your motherfucking hand full of cash. And you say, Ryan, what's <laughs> up? I'm serious. Not like for real. No, I was just going to say Because that, I do like, I'm like, like, bro, I've spent thousands of dollars. And I've even used some company money. To help develop the person that I have become, so I can be a better leader here, be a better, be a be a better uh, learner, also with these guys because I can learn from them. Uh, they're they are assets, and I love that I have assets around me, and we built one another into the people that we are now. But it did not come free. It did not come without us having to force one another to say, "You got to fucking do this." You don't have a choice. We only got one more space in this room. You got to fill that fucking void. So you got to do it. Or else you don't have a room. We don't have room here for you. I was about to say that too. I was like, look here. Bare minimum. If you ever want to ask Will anything, bring him some brownies. You want to ask Ryan something? <laughs> uh, blueberry scones. Blueberry scones. I'm just saying. If you, if you want to ask me anything, you make them too happy and I'll probably tell you anything. I'm just saying, man. Like, you... you most people want to go around stealing information that they don't understand that costed somebody something from their life in order for them to attain that information. And fuck you if you want to go around doing that. And then you do nothing with it. Yep. At least if you took the information and you went and built a multi-million dollar. It's like, God damn. So I, here's a great example. Because like, so my hot dog cart. I know you don't, love, you don't care for that much. But... <laughs> Anyone that wants to listen, I'm telling you, because I, I I want this idea to happen so bad. I don't give a fuck who does it. Like I'll tell anybody and everybody the whole plan, what I want them to do, how they how they should do it. And if you don't do anything with it, that's fine, because I'm not doing anything with it right now. But my point is, the reason in my heart of hearts, the reason why I speak it out there to everybody, because even though I have a passion for it, I think I can't afford to do it right now. But there, I may speak to the person that they're the person that will see that to fruition. And things like so uh, it's in that in that case, that's on me. Yeah. Waste of my time or my breath or my energy. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, it, it's, it's a two double edged sword. Long story short, man, we still will probably ultimately speak to anyone that comes to this. <laughs> but we just wanted to just, you know, give some backstory and give some context to this. It's like, be careful you're going around asking for, you know, somebody's opinion or somebody else's experience because it cannot and it will never replace your own. And you're just doing yourself a disservice because once you take the information out there in deep waters, you're gonna you're gonna 
gonna sink or swim. Sink or swim with it, and hopefully, and it's only gonna be one thing that yeah. saves you. It, the, the pressure is on. Two things are happening. You're gonna fold like a freaking pancake, or you're gonna turn the diamonds. That's it, man. Um, what else were we gonna transition that one to? I lost that thought. I'm sorry. That's all right. I lost that thought. It was right. There. We was just going on a roll. No, that was a good one. Well, I guess we ain't got nothing else to talk about. I can just talk about my weekend and my <laughs> long ass workout to end the podcast. Since if you're still listening with us, you care about what we got going on um, in our own lives. And it was the tribute workout of the Cutthroat 100 tribute to Juice Boy, but more, more so a tribute to those that I have lost in my life and anybody that joined me in the workout. Anyone that they have lost, they were bringing that energy, that pain to that day for that amount of time, which was five hours and 24 minutes, which is the, the accumulation of the 100 songs that Cutthroat did. And um, it was a great it was a great experience, man. It was fueled by breaking PR's coffee, French <laughs> roast. Had that in me 4.30 in the morning, and I kicked off the workout, workout at 4.47 a.m., Two-hour run, two hour and two minutes actually, and Will Wilmer joined us on the bike ride. I think that was his longest bike ride ever. Not in a not. very long time. No, <laughs> in a long time. Okay, No, yeah, in a long time. In a long time. Um, it was a one hour and forty-two minute bike ride, and then we ended it at the marina with a, about a two-hour. Um, no, a little less than two hour, uh, just a body weight workout, and then a lap around the the loop at the marina, which is a mile wow. long. And we were just doing that until the time ended, and it was just great, man. It was great to see the usual suspects come out, and then those that you know followed me on my Instagram. You know, hopefully that inspired them to want to go and do something to show their gratitude for their life, their one life that they have. To those that are no longer here, like, you know what, man? We're showing that we're grateful for the life that we have by putting ourselves through this physical challenge. And we're going to take care of this one body that we've been given by doing things that are going to help prolong our lives and try to eat a little better each day. And and the workout was great. And hopefully, you know, that that sparked something in a few people to, to get out there and challenge themselves. And I know that this workout was something that, I didn't think I could complete, but because I had great people around me, um, you know, it wasn't as uh, daunting as I thought it was going to be. It was it was difficult, but I, I promise you I enjoyed every last minute of it. And it was just great to do with people that you love and care about, man. And they and, and those people show up. So, um, yeah, man. How did you feel about the bike ride? It was cool. It was smooth. Uh, like, I thought it was going to be. Like more, I I didn't think I was gonna be uh, like fit enough for it. Like, yeah. Cause I train, but I don't do like the endurance. Yeah. Training. Uh, so I didn't know really what to expect, but it was actually the ride itself was smooth. It was just my ass was hurting from mine <laughs> too, bro. Oh, God. Like that was it. If it wasn't for that, like we could have been rode for hours, right? Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was gunning it. I was trying to be in the front, in the back. Like, I was, dude, you got, you got to get that. You got to build that callus up. Yeah, That's really what it is. We need trying to pop a willy. Yeah, my, yeah, I couldn't pop a willy, but I was trying. Try. Ryan's bike is not. Uh... <laughs> oh no, mountain bikes are hard to do that with. He's going on my bike. 
Mountain mountain bikes are hard to do that with though. Ryan's bike is not. Um, it's not Willy friendly. Not, it's not Willy friendly. <laughs> not Willy friendly for weepers. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was cool. I, I enjoyed that everybody joined me in different portions of it. My wife joined me after after the hour that I already had put in for the run. And man, she fell. Oh, man, my heart my heart dropped when Maria fell. I was like, damn. Running her on a bike. I'm running. She like the pavement had mm-hmm. uh had a uh it was like protruded up. So mm-hmm. like there was like uneven parts and she runs with her feet low and she tripped clipped her foot and fucking fell. I'm like, fuck man, I fucked up. I just wanted to end it there, but she got up because she a gangster. She way more gangster than me and she just trekked on and I'm like, All right, let's go. <laughs> She was riding the, the whole time. She the, rode the bike. Like you wouldn't even thought there was anything wrong with her. Was, you know, she just, yeah, she bruised her hip and then like she skinned her her knee. But Maria will was, fuck you up. That, yeah. That's his bottom line. Yeah, I, I would mess with her. I don't mess with her. I try to, but she probably fuck you up too. Yeah, she would. Not let her. Then Ryan Ryan flipped a car. <laughs> so all right, funny story in the run. There we almost got hit in the crosswalk. And um, this lady had, was so oblivious, she did not see us. And she would have hit me and Marie if we didn't stop. And then we were like, hey. And I, you know, I gently brushed <laughs> the back of her back windshield. Is it a windshield or back, back window? Yeah. The back window. Back window. Of her Prius. It was a Prius driver, so you know that they don't pay attention. And you broke it. No, I didn't break it. Hell no. <laughs> but, you know, I, I let her know that I was they not are. happy with what happened and I just want her to be aware that there are people out here not in cars. Yeah. In in the crosswalk. Where was it dark? It was it was like six forty five. So it was kinda of dark, but the area right there on Davis, mm-hmm. it's not that dark. It's right next to the gas station, the okay. Chevron. So it was lit. She just like she was just looking straight and she was gonna make the right. But whatever. Maria says she probably called the police, but I'm like, it's all right. I did. Um <laughs> But uh, it was a great man. It was a great event, and I think I'm gonna do a yearly thing like that. And I think just just growing it, not necessarily just for you know the cutthroat or just Juice Boy, but I think that sparked something for me to want to involve others and in just doing something like I would even say like how the Day of the Dead is for is it is it a Mexican thing or is it or is it a Latino thing like across? But I don't like think not all Latino. I don't think you guys have it. I think it's Mexican. Mostly yeah. Mexican thing. Okay. okay, I only know Mexican stuff. Okay, yeah. So I'm married to one. So, um, I thought like in my upbringing, death is something that you don't keep bringing up. You know, what I'm I saying? think it's not a celebration. I think for the most part, that's, that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. So I can only speak from my point of view. So I saw how you know Maria's family is with uh, remembering those that are gone. They you set celebrate the table. Them. They celebrate them. And I just always thought that that was. Hella cool. And so this tribute workout, that was sparked from somebody that died that did add value into my life from his music. Sparked for me to do something in my own way, which is fitness. And then we have a brand and we have, you know, that we could kind of create some 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 events through it and stuff. But I thought that this is my way of commemorating those that are no longer here that you care for and you want to show yourself in them that hey i'm you know i'm i'm living life to the fullest you know i'm not being a piece of shit with my life and fucking it off and and you're no longer here and i bet you'd wish to change places with me because i'm not doing nothing with my life but your life was taken prematurely 
for those that were taken prematurely, you know, um, it is what it is. And, uh, man, I, we always hate to see people gone that way. But um, the grandma's Ryan's ofrenda. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just thought that was cool. And I think I'm, I'm for sure going to do something like this every year and just and just try to just grow it. Whatever, whatever it is, I'm going to do it personally. But um, I think it would be cool to do this. And I'm going to. So. Look out for this next year around this time, October 2022. And I think that is the podcast, you guys. Um, what do you guys think? You guys got anything else? I got a poll. Here's a quick question. Who thinks we should bring back the barbell, the, the barbell bowl? Who even knows about the barbell? Enough people because they texted me and DM'd us. Will wasn't here for the barbell. He wasn't. Bowl. We can just do it here in the front. Yeah, Where are you from one, right? Or two? At the boxing place. The yeah. last one? The last yeah. one. The very last one? Look, we, we can do it here. In the front in the front of the in our parking lot. I'll go clean it up. I'll get a little um gardener to go take out the weeds and shit. Christiana was singing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that was, was the last one. Okay. We can bring a platform here. We have yeah, we we got we, we got all that shit now thanks to the pandemic. We got yep. equipment and I will all right. Put a poll up. If there's if it's over fifty people that want it, then we can <laughs> That's easy. Okay. Okay. I'll get fifty people. All right. With that being well, said, Mike himself has like ten accounts. So. That that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't have ten accounts. You make me seem like a troll. <laughs> you are a troll. <laughs> You're a troll. With that being said, we want to thank our sponsors, Nightmare Muscle. Use code Built by Heart at checkout to save you some bread. And our other sponsor, Breaking PR's Coffee, where the only coffee to fill your drive. Are you giving out uh, a discount for Built by Heart? Yeah, Built by Heart 10. Built by Heart 10. Get you money off at discount. At <laughs> checkout. See y'all later next time. And uh, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see y'all later. Peace. Later. Peace.